Hey guys, thanks for joining us today. We've got a pretty great show. We're going to talk about a couple things like Joker, Irishman, we've got some Resident Evil talk, and of course, uh, topping it off with The Rise of Skywalker and The Mandalorian. So without further ado, let's get into the content and roll that intro. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the very first episode of the Bam Pal Podcast. My name is Justin. I am your host, but I am not alone this week. Today, I have one of my good friends, Roman. Hello. What's going Hello, on? <laughs> and then we've also got our buddy, Jack. Yo. All right, so to start things off this week, uh, I just want to jump right into This Week in Geek, which is where we talk about things that we've seen in the past couple weeks, or in this case, the past couple months. Uh, and we're going to kind of talk about them, discuss, and maybe even rate them if, if we want to, if you guys want to. Um, but anyway, the first thing we're going to talk about is Joker because it just, it's, I, I see it's coming out on streaming services now, uh, just within the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Roman, you like and I, crazy? Just a couple months ago, it's already coming out. I know. I was actually blown away. I, 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 I was like, did I see this right? Um, it was an October release, right? Yeah, like October 4th, the very beginning, the very first week of October. Already um, out by Christmas. So, Roman, you and I, we went and saw Joker back uh, together back when it came out. Um, so, yep. what, what, uh, what did you think? You know, we we heard about this forever. Todd Phillips is doing it. Um, it it's finally here. People are loving it. Uh, didn't it get like standing ovations when it was premiered? You know, like... yeah. So did Batman vs Superman. Oh no! <laughs> but. I mean, a lot of stuff. If when your peers watch it, you get stand ovations. I feel like a lot. Oh yeah, that, that. that's true. That's true. But yeah, I was super excited for it um, because you know from the trailers and stuff. And what I loved about the Joker trailers is they were beautifully done because they honestly didn't give away any of the plot. Um, you know, everything with Thomas Wayne, like Thomas Wayne is a very crucial part to the storyline and everything that happens with with him. And none of that stuff was really in the trailers at all. So it was like watching the movie for the very first time without somebody telling me about it, um, which I absolutely loved. So the uh, the marketing on it was perfect because you honestly didn't know what that movie was about until you saw it. Yeah, I think I watched the trailer like one or two times, you know, as as they were coming out, and I I had no idea what I was walking into. I didn't yeah. know if they were gonna like. I mean, because th- the Joker's origins never really touched very much, except like and there the and there's joke. different versions, right? And there's different versions. Yeah. So I didn't know how much influence you know these things were gonna take, uh, you know, from like source material and things like that. And I think we got a very original, just beautifully shot very well told story of how you know the joker the joker origin <laughs> be you know the joker becomes the man himself Jack, what do you think oh, i loved it uh but i i almost didn't want to go see it when i did it's kind of like in a i don't know a weird place we'll say and then i thought yeah you know i feel all right today but then i saw it then i was in my weird place times 10 oh. <laughs> after i walked out of there so, yeah, but it was a great movie. That was the night I uh, decided after that to go pick up the Joker makeup from the Halloween store, and then I streamed in the Joker makeup that night. Oh, wow. What a cool idea. <laughs> That's awesome. I was actually thinking about for this podcast to do this live in Roman's uh, Roman's room, and then uh, I was going to tell a joke, and uh, 
kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> speaking speaking of that, like that moment, uh, we can we can probably spoil this. It's been out for a minute. Uh, that, yeah, that if you moment... haven't seen it by now, I mean, I'm sorry. Batman dies. <laughs> <laughs> the the end of this movie, like you know, the whole how long was it? Like around two it hours. It was a beautiful ending, by the way. It just felt yeah. like, uh, you know, it it's a comic book movie, and at the end of most comic book movies, I mean, I mean, I I don't know, it is, but it isn't. But you know, at the mm-hmm. end of all of these comic book movies, there's some big major battle or like thing, and this one, you knew there wasn't going to be one. So the whole time, I was like, "What's this all leading up to?" You know, like what what's going to be his breaking point? And I thought that was so well done when you know when or when he pulls that gun out and on just, the train. No, no, like at the end when he shoots. Or at uh, the at the end. Okay, yeah, okay. at the very end when he shoots Robert De Niro, and I was just like, yeah. I was just sitting there like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> like, that was so cool. I know, it was. And um, another thing that I. And I love that they showed, they showed the violence. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the violence they was. It. It, it wasn't, you know, happening all the time or anything, but when it when it was there. When it like, happened, it, really, it was like. It was very effective, I, I felt, you know. And, I mean, even the scene where, you know, he, like, stabs that guy that was always giving him shit at work and stuff like that, like. It was pretty fucking brutal, honestly. <laughs> um, oh, for sure. And another thing that I wasn't expecting at all was how they tied it into Bruce's origin in a way. And I thought that was I know, very it was well like, done with... and subtle. Uh, you know, yeah. it didn't like it didn't. It wasn't like a huge part of the story, but it was that like a little sort of Easter. Like he's responsible thing. in a Charles Manson way for the birth of Batman. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. and with the death of, you know, his parents comes the birth, really, of the Joker. Right. That's like everything right. just came full circle. It was very cool. Uh, you were talking about how Thomas Wayne was a big part of the story. That's something that I also had no idea about. Um, I don't think anybody did. I really, yeah. I didn't hear that at all on any like websites or I don't remember that. So when watching it, I'm like, man, they're talking about the Waynes a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah all, all around. I I fucking loved it. I thought it was a great movie. Uh, and I mean, I tell you what, I'm not on board with though. The second one is if he, is if he well yeah. I feel like <laughs> it's a movie that shouldn't be touched. I really do. I feel like they should do another origin story for another great villain like Riddler yeah, but, or something. Yeah, but if they're gonna do a Batman movie in the same one, what's I mean, is that gonna? I don't think help? he should be a Joker to Robert Patterson though. It's kind of I don't think he, I, I don't think he should get involved with Batman. Who's Robert Patterson? <laughs> the new Batman. Pattinson? Yeah, from Twilight. You said Patterson. <laughs> Whatever his name is, that's how much I care. <laughs> I liked him as Cedric Diggory. That was it. Never heard of him. <laughs> that was Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire. Never. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. Just just give him a chance. We'll but see. It's such a great film. I I feel like it shouldn't be touched. I really do. But if they do, I don't think he should go against the Batman. That's my thing. He should give it some I don't know what you do with him without Batman, but they did they pulled it off for Venom, so maybe they can do it for Joker. But now Venom's going to fight Spider-Man. Not yet. He's got to go against Carnage next. Which just finished filming. Oh, yeah, that's nice. right. So yeah, just wrapping it up about the Joker. Uh, just 
all around beautifully shot very well told uh i i safe to say we all loved it so yeah uh, something else that we just recently all watched uh came out right before thanksgiving was the irishman which is a martin scorsese film uh based on the book i heard you paint houses uh, and it kind of tells the life uh this is more of like the mob days of Frank Sheeran, who was a uh, he was a real hitman for the mob. Uh, this stars Robert De Niro as Frank Sheeran. Al Pacino plays the role of Jimmy Hoffa, uh, who uh, I I knew nothing about like any of these people. I remember when we were Which sitting down to watch mind. it. We watched this together too. Yeah, I remember when we were starting. Like, you don't know movie. about Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> I was like, who the <laughs> fuck is this? Uh, yeah, Roman hadn't. He was blown away that I had no idea who any of these people were. Uh, and I mean, I even... I was surprised he knew, to be honest. I remember right before we started it, it was like 11.30. And I looked at the runtime on it, three and a half hours on this thing. And I was just like... Yeah, we started it at like 11 shit. o'clock. Yeah, I just... <laughs> yeah, it's long. Well, this is, this is our entire night. <laughs> been doing this till two. Yeah, sit back, relax, and just watch this unfold. I was actually pretty excited about it. Um, you know, I, I like Martin Scorsese films. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't even get up to take a piss or anything. Like, I mean, I stayed in that movie yeah. the whole time. And, you know, there was well, never I, a part... I thought it got boring a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> there were some slow parts, but, you know, I feel like they were in the right spots. Yeah. I mean, another another part uh, where just when the violence happened, like it it hit pretty well. It was pretty like it was it was a pretty brutal movie at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I don't know, man. Some of the things that that dude had to do. Um, so the the book nobody on, makes a gangster movie like Martin. Very very true. Um, so one of the big like controversial things about this movie is, uh, you know, th- this is supposed to put a a pin in. The, the mystery of Jimmy Hoffa, like what happened to him. Mm. And and I don't know, the scene where the scene where that all goes down, I felt like I just felt so so shitty. I was like, God damn. Dude, that yeah, that scene like, in the house turned was, around and I was just so glad there was no music. Like, yeah. I just wanted to see that and hear it. Yeah, it was very effective and you just kind of see him like I don't know, man. It was really weird too because he doesn't show too much emotion in the whole movie, you know, like they, I mean that's his job though. It is his job, but he uh, he doesn't serve Jimmy. He serves, you know, the the guild, if you will. Right, very true. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the whole, just the build up to that, like the, I mean, shit, that that probably happens around like the the three hour mark. Um, yeah, and the whole movie, you know, he's 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 bringing him on, you know, all these all these different things with them and just doing all this shit with spending the most time with this character and he just pops up in brothers. I mean, they really became yeah. brother. Yeah. So it's just, uh, I don't know. And I mean, everybody in that movie is just fucking killing everybody. <laughs> it's a, it's a mob movie, you know? Um, but not a single bad cast member. Nope. No, very true. Um, yeah, I don't know what, what'd you think of it? What'd you think of it? Jack, the Irishman. I thought it was good. Again, there are some slow parts. It took me three different times to finish it just because I was getting tired. But I liked it, and the ending was pretty good. I didn't know the whole story, but I mean, I, already, I knew of it. So, And I knew a lot of the characters. I liked how they, uh, even the minor characters, they, they would stop and give you a little background on how they died or what they did. Oh, yeah, that's right. They would, they would have... Yeah, that like was the... a cool cool moment, those, those time freezes. Yeah, yeah, I liked them a lot. I forgot all about that and just say when they died and shit some of those things would yeah. pop up and i'd be like 
god damn some of the stories like, how they died were like holy shit like shot eight times in the face was one of them i think and i'm just like jesus holy shit he was like an accountant or a lawyer yeah <laughs> like oh my, my god my my grandpa was uh he's italian and um his family came from sicily so i used to hear these old stories all the time when we had to have christmas at his house like his uh his grandpa was a gangster from Sicily. And when he brought his dad and his family over when they were little kids, um, he had to change his name. He changed everyone's name and then he disappeared because he was wanted and they never saw him again. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So he used to tell <laughs> wow. all these old gangster stories all the time. Wow, that's really that's cool. Pretty, uh, pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so yeah, the Irishman uh, overall sounds like we all really enjoyed it. Definitely yeah, recommend sure. it. It's it's Definitely on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Uh, go watch it if you haven't. If you've got you know a night, a whole, a whole evening because of the the length. So uh, one thing that I did want to bring up uh, is some video games because you and I are very big into video games. And one particular series that I wanted to bring up was Resident Evil because yeah. I just recently finished the remake, the uh, the remake of yeah. two. I got to play it. Got it on like some Halloween sale. Uh, played it and man, I just fucking loved everything about it. God, it's so good. Um, I've, now, I beat it like eight times already. <laughs> right? I, yeah, I, I, I've played it. I've beat it probably three. But so, just a little bit of background on this. This is a remaster of the 1998 game uh, that came out for the PlayStation One. Now, I, I was still pretty young when this came out, probably around like seven or eight, and so I, you know, none of my friends were really playing it or or I never really got it. I did play Dino Crisis somehow, you know, things that are similar to it, but I never actually got to got my hands on Resident Evil. So I I I finally got to play, you know, the story, uh, which I've I've been wanting to for as long as I can remember, probably in, since four came out back on the GameCube, because I got that, you know, it was pretty much as soon as it dropped, and ever since that one, I'm I've just been trying to like figure out how to play the old ones. So now everything yeah. is going to finally come full circle here in april where three will be introduced um yep and i'll finally get the entire story of resident evil uh three is the only yep. one that i have not played there you go well code veronica you played that one uh you know what i have only played parts of that one it's I very need... hard yeah it will you know, I have I have the remaster of one and zero, and I've never really played zero. I think one is oh, hard. It's an amazing game. One and zero and one are two of my favorites. But yeah, uh, part two, the remake is amazing. Very first one I ever played. Uh, my mom told me when the first one came out and when the second one came out that I couldn't play them, and then I she bought me Dino Crisis. And after I played <laughs> that and I was okay, she said, "You know what? Okay, we'll let you get." part two or whatever because that's the one i wanted at the time um so i got that and then i was just hooked and then i beat um number one and then i got number three and they're all used from gamestop um but yeah number two has always been my favorite and then this remake made it even better for me because it just looks so good and you know you're more immersed and my favorite yeah. character in all the series is in it his name is hunk and he's oh, also yeah. a uh basically a DLC character for, you know, or, uh, you know, the little mini missions you can unlock. And I've beat all of the DLC on there and all the mini stuff, except for one, which is the, I don't know if you have it unlocked, but there's a yeah. cop in a, it's like a side story and you're the cop in the uh, gas station. 
or a convenience store. Oh yeah, and it's yeah, like, dude, that beat is all so the hard. I get so close, and I, I that's the only one I haven't beat. I it's, beat all the other ones, dude. It's very hard. Yeah, I was actually really stoked that they put that in because you run into this, you run into this guy during the story, and like, it's it's a very small part of the of the overall story, but like, man, you just feel like you. It's very emotional. Um, yeah. So I was really happy that we kind of got to see like what happened to that guy, and I mean, you get to play him. Yeah, uh, uh, all I guess there's what four of them. All four of the little stories were cool. Yeah, and of course you got. Hunks has always said that that's his real story that you play through how he escaped. Um, and that's always been how he escaped. He's like a legend in the series. He doesn't have his own game. He doesn't have any small parts. He's always just like a DLC or a small piece of the story, but he's like a legend through all the Resident Evil games. And I'm, he's, his code name is Hunk, but yeah. it stands for human unit never killed. And they also call him Grim Reaper, Grim Reaper. or Mr. Death. And the like, even in some of the games where he actually has a little story, like the people he works with, they're like, "So everyone uh, dies when they work with you." <laughs> so it's kind of uh, okay. That makes more sense now, because but yeah, uh, the only did you beat his uh, little uh, yeah his mini is, game. His his mini game is the only DLC that I have beat, or well, I guess part that you know, part that you unlock post game post-game content that i that i've beat so like one of the things that i really enjoy about this one is that the it, it's just fucking terrifying like the jump scares are effective you know and and pretty much through four or five and six you're just this beefed up cop you know with all these guns all kinds of different weapons and just ammo just you're just strapped and you're ready to take on like hordes of these not even zombies at this point just like infected people uh, but this one, you know, you can't sit here and like shoot a, you know, shoot a bunch of clips into zombies, you know, cause one, you don't have the ammo and two, you just, you gotta like, your shots have to be carefully timed. And, uh, and you're out, you're outside in the, those ones you mentioned, and it's not scary, especially five and six, but five is the worst scenery to me to try to be scary. But like six is a, very, the worst game, but yeah, you're not in this four has its scariness, but Five and six are not; they're action games, right? Yeah, but five, two, you're like literally like in close corridors. It's dark; you don't know what's coming around the corner. There's noises. I mean, it's oh, it's so good. And once Mister X comes into the equation, like man, there are just points where you're trying to hide from him, and you've yeah. got oh, shit. What do they call it? Is it the the uh, liquors? The liquors. Yeah, yeah. You've got liquors, you know, in hallways, and you're you're just, tr you know, if they're in, if they're in the same area that you're in, you can't really go very fast. Um, if, so if, yeah, you're trying to outrun somebody while also trying to stay quiet. And there's zombies right. and shit. Like there's some, it's it's just very uh, stressful and sometimes. Wait, and you said you never played three, so I've wait till you meet Nemesis because yes, I'm very excited about Nemesis. He is like. Five times a Mr. X. Yeah. And that dude bust through, bust through walls. Oh, and... fuck. <laughs> and this is in the old one. So, like, I can only imagine, yeah. like, I'm going to be just, you know, minding my own business and then and I, just something smash through a wall. <laughs> I'm actually excited for part three because I feel like it goes outside a little more and I want to I want to investigate the streets of Raccoon City. Like, that's what I want to do, kind of. Yeah. And, games really haven't touched on that much but i mean three i feel like is outside just a little more than part two plus you get to go to like a, a, the hospital you get to go to the 
um, a lot of different areas where, and you return to a lot of the areas from the other games as well. So, and you're going to literally cross the path of um, Leon. You're going to go back to the, the police station. Oh, wow. You're going to go to, yeah. So that's, that's one of the coolest parts. Very interesting. And you know, I've only beat that game, I think twice maybe. And it was when it, when I first got it. So it's going to be cool for me because it'll be like revisiting something I haven't played in forever. So, and I only remember bits and pieces. Plus you got like Carlos and a lot of the other characters that you've never even really been introduced to. Yeah. I, I don't know who Carlos is at all. <laughs> also, it's going to have the um, multiplayer attached to it. That, yeah, I think, I think that's, what's really selling me. Uh, well, I mean, they, they get like the, something I was surprised about with two is like the replay value. Uh, I didn't oh, realize so that much. I was going to actually go back and, you know, beat these games as many times as I already have. And like, I still even want to go back and, and yeah, you and said three times, you got one more time to actually complete the game. Right. Yeah. I have not done uh Claire B. All right. Well, I know, uh, I know you got to get ready to get off here. So Jack, is there anything that you want to plug before you jump out? I know you do the, like you, you have your own streaming uh, channel that you, that you do on Facebook and stuff. Go ahead and, tell people where they can check out more content that you do oh yeah um i got my facebook page it's the game hive it's easy to find it's got a red white and black symbol right now it has christmas colors um i'm sure with roman or uh anybody else affiliated with anybody in this podcast will probably likes it or talk about it or shared it at some point so and then i'm also with the same thing the game hive on instagram or twitter but they're all connected so yeah, we like to stream video games, um, all kinds of video games, Resident Evil shooters. Uh, I just I just beat Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon on there. Um, oh, nice. And I sometimes do my own podcast on there, just talking about video games or like up to date stuff, kind of like this. Um, it's called The Gamer Life, but that is actually on the Game Hive. So yes. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you, guys. Or thank you so much for joining us today, Jack. And yeah, man. Have a good. Have, a, have an awesome time. All right. I'll see you guys. See you, Roman. Yeah, thanks for coming on. All right, and just just before we jump off the topic of video games, I did briefly want to just talk about the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, so this is the fourth Modern Warfare game, uh, even though it dons you know the title Modern Warfare. Uh, you, you're back with Captain Price. I, I don't know if I don't know if people even follow the story in COD really, um, but yeah, it, it's the campaign is a pretty neat experience. It's just it's a lot of it's it's very different from any other COD game. Uh, but I am also having a lot of fun in the multiplayer too, which is weird for me because I usually suck ass at COD games, and <laughs> this one I don't know. I maybe my I will say style. when I played it for the first time, I I popped off and got some kills the first time yeah. I was playing. I, and I'm not a COD guy since Modern Warfare 2. They're, it's just not my uh, game style. Right. But I was like, damn, I'm not horrible at this one. <laughs> right. And so, like, I mean, there's... Uh, it it kind of goes, you know, with, thing, with, with pretty much all games today. You know, everybody's got, like, daily challenges, weekly challenges, things like that. Uh, so I'm actually seeing myself complete these things and getting like in-game rewards and, and uh, you know, so I think that's cool. You know, that adds some like reason to play it, I guess, you know, uh, that sweet dopamine release on unlocking content. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I really like the gun, the way the guns feel in this. Um, and it's just, it's over, overall online. I think it's a pretty fun experience. I heard, I, I heard a lot of skeptical things. I heard the maps were like really shitty. I don't, I don't really think the maps are like bad. I, I guess they're a little bit more like, I don't know. They're a little less colorful than, you know, past games. But I also think that a lot of the past games have been pretty like arcadey, whereas this one everything just seems a little bit more real looking as like a like i don't know if you've ever played like any of the battlefield games but it's a it's pretty much always been like cod's main competitor i guess uh, made by mm-hmm. ea games and they i tried it once that i couldn't get into yeah it it, it was pretty much like a, a more and i mean nothing's gonna be like you know as real as war but uh it, yeah. it, it kind of was supposed to be a more real uh, feel for you know modern warfare games but yeah overall i'm having a lot of fun with it um, something that i think is contributing to that is a lot of my friends have it i actually did not get this until i found out a lot of my my buddies had it and um, that always makes it a better gaming experience though yeah definitely and i love that it is on like it's jumping into the the bandwagon right yeah cross platform so like all my buddies on pc i can play with playstation if if people get on there Uh, i'm an xbox player myself so it's it's been a lot of fun very very fun game if you want something to just be able to jump on and, and shoot shit and then uh the very last game that i wanted to talk about here roman you can actually chime in on this one is uh is fortnite uh, oh, that's my game. Roman and I are both avid Fortnite players. Uh, fuck the haters, we love it. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's the gift that honestly keeps on giving, and uh, that's especially relevant now because you can jump on there and get all kinds of like gifts. There's there's you get well in the Star Wars challenges. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of things happening in Fortnite right now. Uh, just all kinds of shit to unlock. The Kylo Ren skin just jumped on the on there, and I want it really bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the temptation's real. It it really is. But yeah, uh, Fortnite's killing it, as as they always have been. Did you did you get to see the Star Wars event? I did. I did. I did. I. Uh, it was funny because I was at Walmart and messaged you, and you said, "Oh, I'm in game for this." And then I got to do, and I was like, "Oh my god." I'm not home <laughs> and I bought my shit and I rushed out and I made it home within time for the <laughs> event and uh I shouldn't have <laughs> yeah I got on there and watched it and you know it was cool but it was it very lackluster compared to other events they've done dude yeah and maybe yeah. maybe that's me like holding the bar up too high now right because I mean they collaborate with everybody at this point but like my favorite event still might be the robot versus the monster dude that was like a 15 minute fight yeah that was that was really cool that was an event that i actually didn't get to see in game man i was in game for that one and it was tight yeah it was so cool but i mean i don't know i don't know how much you could have done with star wars but i just i don't know i thought it could have been a little cooler maybe somehow yeah it was like what a couple seconds of a scene and and, and like then, lightsabers, and lightsabers, I thought were a given. What I would have rather them brought back instead of having the blasters in game is maybe use the impulse grenades as like a force grenade. Oh, okay. And then you could you you know say it's the force propelling you or blowing up the builds or whatever it is, but oh, you could have marketed as a force grenade. Could you imagine people just taking out like 
massive forts with like a just <laughs> just like yeah, a just slip of their hand or like a grenade yep. or whatever. That would be that would be dope. I mean, the blasters are cool, but they're honestly a pain in the ass to get. The stormtroopers don't fuck around. They don't. They don't they miss don't. shots in the video games. So let me don't. tell you, folks. So I'm actually going to use this as an excuse to jump into the big topic. Uh, the big topic that we have that that I wanted to save for towards the end of this podcast today is so Star Wars came out. This is episode nine. This is the end of the Skywalker saga. The surviving resistance faces the First Order once more as Rey, Finn, and Poe Dameron's journey continues. With the power and knowledge of generations behind them, the final battle commences. So, (laughs) right, uh, this is the end of, I mean, like, this is the end. This is the end of the fucking Skywalker saga, man. Like, this is bigger than Endgame, right? Right. I mean, it is it may for generations have, because it, you're wrapping up a storyline that started in the 70s. Exactly. So, like, I mean, it, at least I feel it should be bigger. <laughs> um, but the thing about Star Wars fans, I feel like also, like, man, they're just very divided. People are really hating on this movie right now. There's um, been a lot of, there's been a lot of, um, there's been a lot of hands on this franchise. There have been. There have it. been. Um, I mean, George Lucas's hands included. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> it, there, there's a lot of people, in, especially now. You, you know, you've got you've got like the Mandalorian going on. You 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 know you have spinoff Man, movies, but there's nothing. There's really not too much wrong with that, though. There isn't. John Favreau that's is just, killing it. Yeah, that's John for you. I was gonna say he always does, man. So yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Let's uh, let's tear into this thing. Go for it. Where do you want to start? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I think. I'll tell you okay. what I think about this. Uh, a little bit of background for it. Um, you know, like I, I love these Star Wars movies. Uh, I love, I love the Force Awakens. I really like the Last Jedi. I'm not one of the the Last Jedi haters. Did I feel like it was off? Yeah, I felt like it was definitely the most original. <laughs> it felt like a director attacking the previous director. And, and I, yeah, there are definitely. It things... honestly did. Yeah, I mean, we we have Kylo Ren, you know, busting his helmet up. We have uh, like like what, what like twenty things? minutes in? Yeah, it didn't take long. It did not take long. It's like one of the first things that happens. Yeah, uh, I was like, when, oh when he's shit. on screen. Okay, well, all those toys that Disney just sold. <laughs> wow, parents <laughs> right? are gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, it it did really kind of feel like he was trying to just undo a lot of things. I mean, he he, he one of the lines even you know just let it die. Like yeah. whatever he says, like let let the old way die. Um, so you know, I'm going into this. JJ's back, and I'm I'm really stoked because I love the Force Awakens. I like the Force Awakens more than uh, the last. Oh Jedi. yeah, and I I really wish, especially after seeing this, I really wish that he would have got that second movie to. Dude, if he did the middle movie, uh, who knows where the ending actually right. would have? Right. Like, who knows? But you know what? I I fucking love this movie. Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand the hate it gets. You know, I I didn't go into this with any, you know, preconceived uh, ending in any way. I you know, just like with when I go to movies, I wouldn't have guessed the end. Even if I did, I would have been so far off. Right? Yeah. Uh, it didn't really, really end how I thought it would at all. Um, I read fan theories, and none of them were that. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, JJ I, did a great job with, I mean, concealing that. And there was so much nostalgia in it. There was. And, you know, I know, like, the Emperor kind of just popped up in, in, the, in the trailer. And people were like, what the fuck? And he's not you know, in the movie very long either. But, I mean, you kind of find out that he... He's not visually... But he's been in all three. Right, exactly. Pulling strings. Exactly. Like he's yeah. been behind everything uh, since yep. you know the Force Awakens, and that was really cool. So you know he didn't need. You know, this is again something that maybe could have been touched on in movie two or you know episode <laughs> eight or whatever. Uh, but so so for what they did for what they did with this because of all the complications and all the shit that he kind of had to like work back around you know like another thing was you know they they told ray that she basically wasn't like her parents weren't anybody and i mean her parents still weren't really anybody but her Mm -hmm. granddad was so i'm watching it and i have no expectations i have no idea what's about to happen Mm -hmm. Uh, no knowledge of what i'm about to see and i clear-headed I I just enjoyed it. I I loved every bit of it. There was never a point. I felt like once it started, it just did not fucking stop. There are a couple like slower paced parts, but at the same time, I felt like something was always where they needed to be. Yeah, and you know the I don't know. Just people have complained about like the plots being silly, and like I think like it felt like a. Because at the middle of everything with Star Wars, like I always felt like there was this theme of family in it, and it's just a very, very fun family mm-hmm. adventure, you know. <clears throat> it really is, you know. And I mean, like there's there's marker, you know. There's 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 ex- exploration of planets, which is another reason that I I liked it more than Last Jedi, because you know they're pretty much in space for a lot of that movie until more yeah. towards the end. And I think we only get a little bit of a switch up because of what Finn and Rose are doing. You know, they're kind of going on, you know, we get a little bit of different scenery because of them. This dude, we're jumping, we're jumping all over the fucking place. We're going to all kinds of different planets. They're closing up all these multiple storylines that they've created too. So you kind of have to. Yeah. And I mean, all of these, all of these, uh, you know, planets look different. You know, they look, they all have really interesting uh, features about them that stand yes. out from the other that we hadn't somehow seen already in the Star Wars world. Exactly, like I, I really liked the planet that the Death Star had crashed on. Uh, the waves, like the way when Ray is yeah, like, the waves, the, the waves stood still, but the the ocean did not. Right, is just so cool. Uh, just so I mean, yeah, uh, just the universe, like the world that we see in this one you know the star wars universe that we see in this one i also felt was very creative and just different from you know shit that we've seen before uh 100% uh, man i'll tell you what like the more these things come out and this this goes across everything new that's come out or like all the most recent star wars shit since you know 2015 with the force awakens is i just love the blend of practical effects and cgi so much they just they make it look so good. I, I can't get over how well this movie looked. Uh, you know, just yep. even even just... cinema's at a at a level right now that's I don't know how it gets better, but it will. <laughs> I yeah, I remember dude, I remember watching like twenty fourteen Godzilla and being like, Man, that god looks fucking real. Do you think one day I'm talking like fifty years in the future, do you think one day with all the with all the face 
like uh the de-aging technology that disney has right now i mean like there's a flashback in rise of skywalker where luke and leia look at each other like they're fighting with their with their mm-hmm. lightsabers training and they pop their masks off and look at each other yeah that's just the, like that looks like fucking mark yeah, Hamill. what do they call it yeah it was like they did the well it's like Disney started playing with that back on Tron, dude, with right, um, yeah. Jeff yeah. Bridges. I just recently watched Tron, uh, thanks to Disney Plus, and yeah, like I, I they've I been saw toying that with that like, technology. Wow. But do you and think? Do you think with that technology here in like thirty years, fifty years, they will, they will go as far as remaking the original trilogy <laughs> with better technology? What do you think? When, people... Maybe when our generation passes, but our kids have kids. When the, our kids are our age and it's a new generation to sell to. Yeah, you think? Because you think... now it's milked. It's milked for the next 50 years. Yeah. All, That's... all, our, because even our parent, our parents are the ones who saw it in theaters. So now, now our kids just saw it. So three generations have all seen all of these Star Wars films. So now you've got to wait. Until at least the first two pass, they'll do it for like the hundredth anniversary. Like we're remaking Star Wars, the original yep, saga. We're bringing it back, completely starring Mark Hamill. <laughs> Mark Hamill will have been dead for like, I don't know. Yeah, we're like in his. We'll 90s start getting or like young Clint Eastwood movies. <laughs> God damn it! It's crazy to think about that we're at like a point in technology well, where Michael Jackson like has that. a hologram show in Vegas, bro. That's just insane. <laughs> Technology, like, man, we're in the future. When they did Tupac for the, was it the BET Awards? Uh, wasn't that like, wasn't it? That was like, like four years ago. Something? It was Coachella. You're right. It was a festival. Tupac fucking showed up. Fucking Tupac, man. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was <laughs> wild. <laughs> it was with Snoop. Oh, that's right. That's right. Man, that's really cool. <laughs> it was Tupac and Snoop on stage, dude. Like, that's crazy. Another another thing I really liked about this was we finally got some fucking lightsaber battles, <laughs> like legit uh, like, lightsaber. Battles. I mean, I mean, it didn't touch Revenge of the Sith in my opinion, but they, I mean, this was you know the news. This was you know post post fall of the Jedi, actual Star mm-hmm. Wars, you know, uh, like yeah. actual lightsaber fights. I think we got like two or three just between Ray and Kylo. Fight with with. With, yeah, the fight on top of the Death Star, outside on the water. Yeah, that was just... I loved that fight. I did, and like, you know, it wasn't like... It's it's not like these big action movies or anything with, you know, things like uh, Transformers comes to mind, where it's all, like, shot close, there's not too much, like... Uh, and a thousand cuts. Yeah, there's, like... Uh, I, I just thought that they were very well shot, and, the you know, the choreography was good. And you know they they use some some really cool like force moves every once in a while. Uh, what did you think of Kylo's scene with Harrison Ford? So apparently they filmed that on the last on the last Jedi, and that's how long they've had that footage of Harrison because because he he said it wasn't going to come back, and apparently they actually filmed that scene back on the last Jedi. They just didn't know where or how it'd be used. Interesting. They just knew it. They knew they knew that they were getting to this point, but not how. But they knew that they needed the footage then, because yeah. he wasn't going to yeah. come back. Um, I thought somehow it was going to happen. Like, 
I don't know, while watching it, I'm like, there's going to be a cameo in, in a flashback or in his daydream. Something's going to happen. And it did. But it was good. I mean, it was it was it was a good moment. It was kind of obvious, though. It wasn't as like, oh, it kind of felt like saw that coming. That's the only thing that's going to save this kid is his dead dad telling him not to. And you know what? I just overall, I was really happy with with Kylo's just character arc. I don't know. I like the guy. So I can't help it. <laughs> I have a theory about his character. Well, not a theory. I just, I see it as something else, and I haven't really seen people talking about this, and I want to get your opinion on it. What's up? His character arc, to me, is supposed to be, or, or not supposed to be, but it can symbolize how Anakin could have, that could have been Anakin had he not gone to the dark side, had he been able to have been saved after he was Vader. Had he been able to been saved? Oh, okay, I see. By Luke, yeah, because yeah. he's completely lost to the dark side, and then I don't know. He's able to pull out of it, which you know Vader does against the Sith. But you know how that ends. Right. But it felt like this could have been like had he been able to come back. It kind of it kind of felt like that storyline, the what if version. Yeah, I feel that. I can definitely see that. Because um, he was also so powerful with the Force, so powerful within the. I mean, he was the he was the the prophecy. I mean, they were doing shit in this in these new ones that like you know we've never seen before. They can heal people. They can have like the Force links. Where yeah, that's and, all like, new. Kylo and Rey. I, I feel like that all started though on the Last Jedi when when Leia frozen in space somehow came back to the ship which to me has still never been answered other than the force which i don't accept <laughs> right yeah that's so i'm like so so the force can literally save people now i mean i mean little the child's doing it on mandalorian right uh and i i have recently heard and i i wouldn't know where when at what point but i do i guess this is something that's happened only in the comic books before Star Wars comic books that are that are I guess canon. But uh, the Force healing. Yeah, the Force healing. I guess we've seen them in the comic books, but I have never read any Star Wars comic books. So to me, it was. Could even... you Force heal in the old games, like the Force Unleashed? No, nah, those would be or... some pretty easy games. <laughs> no, you don't get any. No, uh, I cool... felt like there was a game, maybe. Well, I don't know. Maybe uh, I have not played all of them. Like every, no, I, have not I want every Star dude. Wars I want. I, you know, I don't play much games, but I want that new one, starring Cameron, whatever. Cameron Montague, I do believe. Yeah, uh, dude. The Fallen Order. I want, yeah, I want that game. So, uh, let's see. We we're introduced to a couple new characters in this. I think my favorite one was probably the droid. I love that little thing. I can't even remember his name, but every time he was you on screen, the little, like, the little wheel one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Um, he was goofy. My favorite new character was the the little worm oh. guy. Oh yeah, okay, the the guy that messes with C three PO. Yeah, dude, when he pops up at the end in the window, I like, I was like, hell yeah. I know. <laughs> That's my I was, dude. And you know what? They do it a lot in this one. They kill these. You can't see me. You can't see me like do quotes with my hands, <laughs> but. They kill a lot of characters <laughs> off in this one, only to bring them back. Sometimes minutes later, I there is a point where you think Chewbacca is dead in this movie, and I 
I kind of wanted him to stay dead, to tell I, you the truth. When I found out he was I, alive, I was like, <laughs> man, that could have been Rin's like final test for the dark side. Right. Like, does she come after accidentally killing one of her loved ones, or can she still overcome this? So then I was like, damn it, never mind. She's not going to battle that. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a big death. Uh, I mean, yeah. That, yeah. And loved... I mean, her fault. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. What a. What, a turning what I don't like, been. though, it's not really talked about much, but she, you know, she's the gray Jedi of legend. Yeah. And they don't really talk about the fact that she can use force lightning like that's a dark side power. And the only people that can harness both are the gray. Right. And with it tying everything up. And I mean, I guess, you know, there's not going to be any more Skywalker stuff. I mean, yeah, it, but it, it ends, ends on that beautiful shot. The same shot from fucking the one with Luke and R2. Right, yeah. It is a it is a really gorgeous shot too. I mean, there's no way that they're going to just leave there's no way they're going to leave this story at a permanent close. There's too many things. I think, I think they need they need they, they need they, to They probably will, but I mean the last like she goes, but see, they brought in new to... characters that I was like, man, are we getting spinoffs like uh, of Poe's girlfriend? Yeah, that would be cool. I'm like, she's another... I mean, she was in Fortnite. Yeah, she's another skin in Fortnite. I was Can't like, really? This new chick? The girl that Finn meets. The girl that runs with Finn. I can't remember her mm-hmm. name either. Uh, that they pick up on the island that the Death Star has crashed on. You know, that. Yeah. it's revealed that her, uh, that girl and, uh, you know, Finn included, but everybody that she's with, they were all stormtroopers at one point, pretty much against yeah. their will, and they all escaped and left, and now you know now they kind of just go wherever. Yep. You know that's that's backstory. You're that those are that's another character that you can really dive into. Okay. All right, well let's talk about the the end. Okay, yeah. What what do you think about <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like the end. What was what's your thoughts on that? So are you talking about just, you know, how things kind of wrapped up? Palpatine? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Between Rin and Kylo. You know what? Ray. You know, I didn't didn't really expect Kylo to die. I I figured, you know, he was going to, once he was coming up the thing, I was like, oh, he's totally going to bring this, this, uh, you know, he's totally going to bring Ray back. I didn't think that he, I didn't expect him to fall over and just fucking go out like that. Become one with the Force? Yeah. What about um, the kiss? I'm a little. What about the love story? The love story. That was something that I, I don't know if I saw it coming or not. (laughs) I, you know, I think it was supposed to be in JJ's middle movie. Yeah. It. I think. I think that was gonna be uh, the arc in JJ's movie is that they secretly love each other at their core, but he didn't have that opportunity. Right, yeah, it's definitely something that could have been explained more, and and it's interesting to think about. I mean, they're they're kind of they're two of a kind in a way. You know, they've they've got this bond between them that they they don't share with anyone else at all. They almost feel brother and sister though, like Luke and Leia. But but they're not related. They're not, but. I mean, her master, her ma- its her master's kid. <laughs> yeah, but and like you said, they've got this crazy bond between the two. I don't know. It felt—I don't know. I—I I liked it, but at the same time, I have problems with it. <laughs> yeah, I—I I didn't really. Why? Because it wasn't as talked about, like you said. It, there's, there's the, there's like a. It feels like there's a whole missing middle movie to I mean, that story arc. I mean, there's a kiss, and then he dies. 
it's, it's like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but they're talking earlier on, like, like I wanted to be with Ben, and I'm like, since oh, right. when? Right, yeah, yeah, true. She does mention that. Since when? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't pick up on that. I thought you wanted to kill this guy. Yeah, I mean, the whole... When did you fall for him? It just wasn't... they are, you know... Fighting. Fighting. And there's not really a sexual tension until there is one. But, you know, I was a little bummed that Kylo went out like that. I thought the cool, like, the death of Palpatine was pretty sweet. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know what? When we were watching it, though, there's, so the line, the line that is given, Palpatine says to Rey, you know, I am all the Sith. And she, she's holding, you know, his, his lightning off with her saber. And she says, and I... And I leaned over to Andrew, and I was like, "Am Iron Man?" <laughs> like, I just got, I, I, I just yes. like she says, "And I." And then there's a pause, and I just am, am Iron Man. Iron Man. <laughs> and I, so I probably ruined that moment for Andrew because he just kind of busts out laughing. Um, yeah, it was a but, pretty awesome moment. But you know, I am all the Jedi, and she grabs, you know, she pulls up the second saber and throws her X up and just, blocks it. Right, <laughs> it's very cool. And then he pretty much just fucking disintegrates, and just everything crumbles, and she falls down. Kylo comes up the comes up the hill and heals. And then him. all his followers, you know, die Phantom Menace style with him. Right. Uh and you know, I, I don't know. The Kylo death just still kind of rubs me the wrong way. But yeah, I'm not a fan. But but anyway, anyway, he died know, a hero though. He did. No, he did. Like I, I thought it was very cool how he redeems himself. I mean, you see him after his talk with, uh, you know, Han Solo, his dad. He throws his lightsaber in the fucking mm-hmm. ocean after delivering the same line that he used to kill his dad. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of neat. Uh, yep. Where he's like, I, I, you know, I have to do this or whatever that line is. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of neat how it all came around full circle. And then, you know, he's fighting. He has to fight his Knights of Ren. And, you know, he gets mm-hmm. to grab the grab the lightsaber. That was a pretty cool scene as well. But then, you know, everybody just kind of kind of goes yeah. back. And and then we, we get that last scene with Rey saying that she's a Skywalker. Uh, which which yep. towards the end there, I thought that this I thought it was going to be called Rise of Skywalker because of Kylo Kylo Ren's. I did uh, too, but then you debunked me the same way. Yeah, because I mean he's a solo, but exactly. So I I, just, I was just confused. I thought it was going to be about his rise, and yeah. then I didn't think about it. Like I I should have assumed. I enjoyed the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, if you didn't, I mean, fuck the haters. Sorry, Rise of Skywalker it, was a good movie. That's how it ended. Deal with it. That's the end. Don't, don't, you know, just when you watch, when you watch these things, you can't get caught too caught up in what you want them to be. You kind of just got to go into them, uh, you yep. know, expectations, a clear head, and just, just be, kind of accept. Just enjoy the ride. And 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 I hate when people like nitpick things too. Like you're watching a movie about fucking a like a universe Star Wars a completely made up universe you know you can't hang on to just small things yeah you know they need to breathe on another planet they're allowed to breathe on that damn planet these are all things to consider and so I think uh we're we're hitting about the hour mark I think that we're gonna close on 
another amazing Star Wars production, The Mandalorian. I, I did not even realize that it dropped on Wednesday. I thought it was coming out this upcoming week. But so yeah. as soon as we came home from Rise of Skywalker, we we jumped on that or uh, Disney Plus, and we we wa- you rewatched. I watched for the first time. Chapter yep. seven of the Mandalorian, and the, holy the shit, dude! This the blew my chapter. fucking mind. I loved this episode. It like it made me have like this whole new respect for the show. Not that I didn't enjoy the show; I really enjoy it. But I didn't really understand like where everything was kind of going. Yeah, it, it just like the show seems up until it started a rabbit trail. It felt like, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of like this adventure that this guy's going on and there's no, uh, you know, there, there's short beginnings, beginnings and endings, I guess. It just felt like, yeah. Watching the day in the life of yeah, exactly as he is running through space with uh baby Yoda, as we call it, as a, a, a uh, he's child. universally called the child. Yeah, that's right. That's, I think that's what he's that's, officially that's being the called. Appropriate term. So in this episode, and we're going to spoil the shit out of it. We get the Mando. He's going back and he's kind of getting this crew together for he's he's going to take the child to meet to the one of the, somebody that worked that's worked for the Empire. Uh, somebody that's been looking for the child for a while now and he has yeah. him and he's going to kind of turn himself in in a way. Uh, so he he wants to get as close as possible. Exactly. Like his plan is to kill this guy. So he jumps back and he gets he grabs the girl that was in episode four, I believe, uh, where they defend. Mm-hmm. They defend episode three and four, I think. And and also episode one and two, which was uh, the little the, the I have spoken guy and the droid and the droid. The droid. I, I totally forgot. Self-destruct. The droid is back. Exactly. Uh, it's revealed that he repairs that and researches his brain and he's kind of just like his assistant mando is very skeptical about this and does not want him anywhere near baby yoda yeah so then this is something to keep in mind that you brought up keep mm. in mind that that character exists and where he's at uh towards the end of the episode so so he's going through he's getting these guys together and they they meet they meet up on the planet and they decide to walk into town and you were pointing out when they were getting into town this is something that i i thought was really interesting now that you say it is the stormtroopers at this point are you know the empire is fallen and so the stormtroopers they all look really dirty and i mean even just watching like rise of skywalker earlier that night and those mm-hmm. it, like in all of the movies before that they're very night like they're always presented very white shiny just very clean yeah exactly and in this they just look so uh beaten and worn down uh which i i think it and it does add like this menacing look to stormtroopers i think it looks very fucking dark well they're almost like outlaws now yeah yeah because there's no empire so they're more like a gang that comes into town so it's it's talked they're talking earlier about the plan when they're on their way into this place and you know the the guys the the contact is telling him, yeah, there's going to be like four, four stormtroopers running through the plan. Mando is going to be handcuffed to let him out and he can just kill the stormtroopers and kill the guy. Well, as they're walking into town, there are there's way more than fucking four throughout this town. And they're all kind of looking at each other. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you know, uh, I said there were four, you know. What am I going to do? Like, what are we going to do about it? <laughs> Uh, so that was really funny, but yeah. So more and more just pouring in, and there's a point where, you know, the Empire, the guy that placed the bounty, goes over to answer his phone, and it's it's another guy from the Empire, and with that, his boss, his boss, yeah. 
with that the the fucking room is just shot out everybody all the stormtroopers everybody in the room is just blown away except mando and uh yep. and, and the other two characters that we got with him mando and company so they're they're like what the fuck is going on and then we see a storm like we see uh one of the the tie fighter ships fly in and it lands and who the fuck walks out of this thing but gus fringe from breaking bad uh, <laughs> i was just like blown away i was like oh my god the number one the number one meth dealer is now a main villain in Star Wars. I'm loving it. I am just blown yep. away by this. So so one of the things that they do before they walk into this town is they send Quill back to the ship, which is, I don't know, the whole time, the whole episode, they're like walking this whole length, and it just seems like he gets there in probably like 30 minutes. <laughs> so he's riding on his on his thing, and he takes the child back to the ship to get him the fuck out of the situation. So So he's doing that from the moment they they start heading in cuz cuz the whole time the baby is not the the child is not yeah, in yeah they're bringing the carrier but the child's not in it and and so simultaneously like as this as this shit is happening as this is going down and and we've got Gus coming in uh Quill there it's it's, it's cutting to shots of Quill making his way back and stormtroopers have actually interfered into into like their, their radio, fast. and so now they're on speeders following him. So the stakes are high, man. And like this is the last couple of minutes of the episode, you know, to the ship. It's in view. He he lets it down, and it just cuts before he walks up into it. And the very last thing that you see is just we 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 got Baby Yoda on the ground. Quill is on the fucking ground looking like he's dead. Uh, the beast, uh, I can't remember what they were called. The the things that he was writing in the first couple episodes. That thing is, is down. And the, and the stormtrooper storm picks up little Yoda. He picks up Yoda and he fucking leaves. So Quill is possibly dead. Baby Yoda is captured. Mando and company are pinned down inside of this little, little town. Like what a fucking cliffhanger, man. And and then, some... But they don't show you who shot Quill. Right, exactly. They show. I mean, uh, so you brought up like maybe maybe the droid shoots him because I mean we I do see we do that see droid the one purpose was to kill the child. Right, and I know it's been rewired, but it, it's a I'm possibility. Gonna just, I'm just gonna say as soon as he got to the ship and the door came down, the r- robot was there and just. Bing, just shot him. It, it's it's a possibility. It, it very well, like it's definitely something that they could bring back and use. So it's it's just very interesting. And like, man, I'm I'm actually really glad that I didn't watch this on Wednesday because, I mean, I only have one day one one day less, I guess. But uh, mm. but what a fucking cliffhanger! I was blown away. I can't wait till the next episode. If you're not watching The Mandalorian, watch that shit. It's really fucking good. All right, well, I think we're going to wrap it up today. Uh, thank you guys for joining and listening. And, uh, you know, if you like if you like what you hear, make sure you uh, like, comment, subscribe, uh, leave, leave reviews. Let me know. Reach out to me personally if you want. Uh, Roman, I, I know you've got all kinds of different shit that you could plug. So have a way or have at it and get some, yeah, get some yeah. shit in there. Uh, I mean, mainly I'll just say the Studio 605 Facebook page. You can find it literally by searching studio 605 definitely on that that's where i post most stuff where i go facebook live and i have live shows and post about movies and 
and all that jazz. So yeah, we'll just say the Facebook page. All right, sounds good. Well, thanks for thanks so much for joining me on this first episode, getting things started, man. And I'm looking forward to many more, hopefully. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time.